Now it's time for the story behind the song. I'm delighted to be joined by Suzanne Kane, who's on the line. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, good morning, Mario. How are you? How are you getting along? Good. I'm laughing at, well, not laughing at, but like the highbrow conversation about the environment and, you know, these things that we should be, you know, watching to nurture our brains and, you know, make the world a bigger place. Whereas this week I've been fully committed to watching Selling Sunset on Netflix and I'm having a tumultuous relationship with six women I've never met that I don't like. So <laughs> on the flip side, that's what I've been up to this week. Such is our world at the moment. Um, what yeah, exactly. is what is the story? What is the song that you're covering for the story behind the song today, Suzanne? So this morning I picked the song Stan by Eminem. So it came out 2000-2001. And it was one of those songs that I, again, as we've discussed before, that I thought I had it all figured out. And then when you start to dig deep into the song, um, it is just literally a layered effect of so many issues. So obviously it tells the story about a person named Stanley, Stan Mitchell, who's voiced by Eminem. And this guy claims to be Eminem's biggest fan. So he's writing Eminem several letters. And over three verses, we're learning how more obsessive that this guy Stan, Stanley, is becoming about Eminem. And then he gets angry because if you remember the video and the song, he's not getting any reply mm. from Eminem. Um, and then finally he creates this voice recording of himself drunk driving the car and he's calling. But in the song, you see Eminem refer back to old uh, lyrics from My Name Is. He's like, I drank a fifth of vodka, do you dare me to drive? So from the first level of it is that everybody believed that this was a real fan that Eminem had referenced, that this had really happened because yeah. in the verse, Eminem says, I saw it on the news. And then he realizes that this guy is Stan. But actually, it's a full accumulation of all of the fans because Eminem started out really, really small. He had access to fans, had access to him all the time. He was very tangible to them. He had small concert. He was one of those. He was one of them, you know, he was part of that culture and they could get to him, whereas obviously with his his popularity, it grew and grew and grew. And he kind of started to feel that real pressure that, you know, that they thought that they were entitled to a piece of him. Mm. He thought he was entitled to some amount of privacy and to have time on his own. He gave as much opportunity as he could to meet with fans, but they he felt that from fans, they never felt like it was enough. But the bigger explanation and kind of exploration of the song actually if we see as it goes along, the delay in the letters is the most kind of poignant part of this. So this guy, Stan, is writing these letters and there's a delay in them getting to Eminem. And then Eminem can't help Stan and can't help Stan's wife. So Stan drives off the bridge with his wife and he harms his wife. And it's quite abusive and it's quite cruel. It's very difficult if you read the lyrics. But actually what Eminem is referring to was the delay in mental health services within the US. Mm. So if you were living in America, if you were in middle America or in a lower class part of America, there was no access, especially for men. And it's just so conducive to where we are right now for men to access to talk about their mental health issues. Again, people thought that he was talking about taking drugs, but he was talking about taking prescription drugs, about uppers and downers and trying to level himself out and to try and get his brain okay but again he wasn't talking about him taking recreational drugs he was talking about him taking no. prescription medication to try and tame his mental health so it's it's kind of really interesting because on the surface of it it's just about this guy who's a bit zany and he's you know obviously having mental health issues and he's just driving his wife off you know and he's you know he blames Eminem on all of it but actually it's a much bigger picture 
of what mental health is, is like yeah. um, for many, many men across the country not being able to access them and that they become obsessive, you know, about one thing and that they need help from somebody. So it's not the help needed from M&M, it's the help needed from a mental health service. So I thought that was really, really yeah. interesting, especially at the moment, so much happening and um, for so many people around the country uh, in terms of being able to reach mental health services um, and struggling so much coming out of this pandemic. So I thought it was quite interesting. And then for Dido, right? Because mm, it has Dido, one of the most Mario, famous samples that's ever been used yeah so thank you right so she's had that album out for a year and a half it's not doing very much it's doing okay but it's not doing very much she gets a letter a letter mario to say listen come here thanks a million we've used uh, a sample of thank you and within two weeks like literally everything changed so since she appears in the video which dr dre by the way he uh, directed it and 10 years later, she said just by chance because she liked the name, she called her first child Stanley, but she said it was nothing to do with Stan or the song that she just always kind of really, really liked it. And of course, she featured in the video. But even the video in itself, that caused massive censorship issues because there's four verses in it. Um, they're very, if you read the lyrics, they're hard to, to listen to. So all of that was, was censored down for radio play. MTV wouldn't play the video, so they had to censor all the video down because obviously he, he you know, he... Uh, cable ties his wife and puts her in the boot of a car he's drunken drive yeah, all of those different things so there was a clean version as well of it and the third verse had to be rewritten because Eminem was in rapping going through his lyrics and it would just all flow but the sound engineer on site that day was so stoned that by mistake he deleted it oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to go and then ultimately it took us all the way through to 2017 and the Oxford Dictionary um, added as, as a stan as a lexicon oh. to find an overzealous obsessive fan um, of a particular celebrity so if you become overzealous or you're, you're described as a stan so they would oh. say oh they are a stan of Beyonce yeah and it's so, the other thing about the song is it's so easily uh, parodied as well, um, uh, Suzanne. I think I've parodied it over the last 20 years three times. The last time I did it was last year um, because uh, I had Leo Varadkar writing a series of letters to Kylie Minogue who refuses to get back to him. And he becomes increasingly desperate at writing his letters to Kylie Minogue and angry at Kylie Minogue as he turns into a super fan. Um, and well, when I was Googling it, that came up. Did it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Believe it or not, actually, this is something I've never said before, but for the first, one of the first Gift Grub albums, we tried to um, get the rights to uh, use it on an album and went around the world looking for uh, Eminem's manager and Dido's manager and everything. And I think Eminem's manager was called Paul Rosenberg. Um, and eventually, we just, we eventually, he just, they just said, no way. There was no way they were giving up the rights to, uh, to uh, use this. So we never got it. But anyway, um, is that about it? Still Suzanne? makes a lot of money. Yeah. Pardon. Yeah, it still makes a lot of money. So even in terms of like uh, in like of a, of a whole kind of from 10 year period, it's still up there like in the top 15, top 20 songs of a decade. It's again, as you say that, and it's one of the most sought after. I think it's really funny you said that it's one of the most sought after songs as well for people to try and work with Eminem or to recreate or to do something with it. But again, he he refers back to it in later albums. But it's, it's said to be the one that that really changed everything for Eminem. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, so one of those songs that you think think on the surface it's very much you kind of you have a cut and dry and that Stan is a real person but actually it's a, a much bigger picture altogether thank you very much Suzanne go ahead and introduce it oh what a tune uh, for your Sunday morning uh, this is Stan by Eminem on Today FM <laughs> 